Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name's Preston. We are reporting once again live from the Trap House. Let's get right into it, okay? Yeah, yeah. Why don't we? The first thing that pisses me off this week, (laughs) just the first thing. And obviously it comes from Twitter. I saw a headline that was like, Biden is planning on banning gas stoves. You motherfuckers have to stop forcing me to defend Biden. <laughs> Nobody wants these, to do it. These news outlets not. are literally forcing my yeah. hand in defending Biden. I hate defending Biden. I don't like Biden. But the fact that this is just literally fake news. I we literally get fake news in our feed every day. And every no, day. One, no one second guesses it. Well, this is the real news here, people. Okay? <laughs> just listen to Louie. So, here's the real story. It's not Biden that's thinking, that's trying to ban gas stoves. It's a U.S. federal agency that is considering a ban on gas stoves. And by the quotes in this article, I don't think that they're gunning for it. I think the implication is made, this is the quote, any options on the table, products that can't be made safe can be banned. How does that imply that they're going to fucking steal the gas stoves at our, our house yeah. like well, that's implying? See, realistically, I think it's just funny that people on the internet are the people with a problem with this uh-huh. and not like just old ass motherfuckers who just have had... It's like, I think of my great-grandmother where it's like her gas stove has been in her house uh-huh. as long as she it's has been in that fucking house. the only thing they know house. how to use. It's the only her thing they oven like. is like... A 1960s housewife oven. Like, old uh-huh. school shit. And I have an old school fucking gas stove. And how do you feel about it? I love it. It's safe. I know it's, it's safe. It's It's perfectly fire. safe. The gas stoves are amazing. They're perfect. They cook so much faster. I don't even cook as much as the regular oh. person. And I think that gas stoves are better in pretty much every conceivable way. Mm-hmm. So... I think that the Daily Loud or whoever the fuck did that knew that that was the thing. They knew that people would have a visceral reaction. People were commenting stuff like, are they going to pay for my new stove or Do you what? even have a gas stove, asshole? I think yeah, it's First of all, bitch, you probably don't even have a stove. You probably... <laughs> bitch, you probably don't even you have a stove. You probably live with your mom. I think... It's either really old people who still have a gas stove or, like, apartment buildings like ours where it's they just, been just there forever. They don't update shit. And they I don't want to update shit. And that's fine. If it still works, it's fine. Is, is far, is your far, landlord can afford to replace your gas stove if he really fucking needed to. If he was told by the man that he had to, he could do it. It's not a deal breaker. Your apartment is not going to disappear off the face of the earth if they can't get rid of the fucking gas stove. As far as things that are good to update, the stove, I feel like, is at the bottom of that list. Oh, for because, sure. Like, My uh, gas oven is uh, a workhorse. Bathroom shit, like sinks, yeah. toilets, that shit but, like, is way... and shit like that. That shit is way worse replaced like it is here than the gas stove. That gas stove is heater mm-hmm. and i know that's like the third stove pun i've made but <laughs> i'll stop i'll stop yeah y'all just gotta 
Apply some critical thinking. Right? Use you your brain. Internet. It's there for a reason. People just see stuff like that and they're like, oh, this is funny. And it is funny, but it's not funny for the reason you all think it is. It's funny because people believe that shit. L. Biden. L. Biden. Uh, see, and I Biden, wouldn't say you had to defend him there. Biden's, I think you're just anti those people with the wrong opinion. Biden's ass probably loves gas stoves. I'm going to put that out there. He probably has never used a regular electric ass oven in his life. The He had the tea on the kettle on top of the stove when he was growing up. He was that type of dude. He he had the shit where he had to light the stove with like a lighter every damn time. To be able to do it. Mm-hmm. He lived in the days where you had to like use the oven to like heat your house. I was going to say, Biden was probably shoveling coals in his mama's furnace. To be able to, be able to cook his DiGiorno's. <laughs> so, let's talk about two things that are very interconnected. Mental health okay. and social media. Yes. I have two examples for this. One of these is a screenshot of somebody's TikTok, and this is kind of went viral, but it's a screenshot on Twitter, and it says, When I finally got brave enough to tell my psychiatrist I think I have autism, she said, No, I'm not going to talk about that with you. I've had too many patients think that they have autism because of TikTok. Wow. Before we even delve into that. What the fuck? Before we even delve into that. I want to read this other example. This is also a TikTok. It's a screenshot of somebody with a toothbrush with toothpaste on it. And the caption is, I saw someone else do this and it gave me the confidence to do this. Brushing my teeth after one and a half years. I just want to share this in hopes others gain the same confidence as I did. Hashtag mental health matters. And everyone in the comments, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm just so confused because I really think that that was... I think they're trolling. I don't know. My brain can't handle that being real. It's definitely real. So I'm going to make a distinction between these two because... the go for it. The post about the therapist say that about autism. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't think that actually happened. I, think, I don't think that a licensed uh, psychiatrist is even allowed to say some shit think, like that that you don't you don't actually have autism. You just think you do because of TikTok. I think it would be unprofessional, but I also can't say that I don't see that happening somewhere. Yeah, yes. You know, I think that's one of those it, that could be like a young person. Mm-hmm. And realistically, their therapist might have an easier time telling like a child, like, no, the fuck you don't. I've just had this many fucking kids yeah. come in here off TikTok yeah. and be like, I think I'm autistic. I'm going to start this conversation politically correct. And I think that it's probably going to devolve from that if I'm being honest That's with some right. of the other stuff that I want to say about this. But I'll start this off. I have my own problems with mental health. I have Everybody a ton of does. shit. That's completely undiagnosed. Mm-hmm. That's completely like things where like I know that I have shit going on up here, but it's not always like the doctor telling me. And yeah. to start off, I think that's fine. I think that you don't need a clinical diagnosis. Yeah, you to sh- have something. you should just be able to learn how to live with your shit sometimes. Yeah, it is not always 
A, for a lot of things, it's like my ADHD shit, where it's like, I don't think medicine is the way to deal with that. Yeah. And if I go to a doctor, that's most likely what they're going to do about it. And talk therapy is great and all, but... And I've heard a lot of other people say the same thing. I can deal with my ADHD and live with my ADHD, and it's fine. And there are plenty of other conditions like that where it's like, you could go to a doctor, or you could just learn how to live with, to it. Live with it and how to take care of yourself. This is something I've told other people, too. When you tell doctors shit like that, and you don't even necessarily want them to treat it, right. all that can do is hurt you. Yeah. All that can do is be used against you, which is kind of fucked way. up, yeah. but... What is, what is he talking about, Louie? What are you talking about? If I got charged for a violent crime that I did not commit, and they went to my doctor, and the doctor testified like, yeah, this motherfucker got some mental health issues, that could put me away for life. Just off of that, even as circumstantial as that is, as prejudicial as that is, shit is just used against you. Same thing with, like, drug addiction. Mm -hmm. You invalidate yourself for a lot of certain types of treatments and surgeries and organ donations and shit like that if you have a record of almost anything. Mm -hmm. If, If you need a new liver, you can't get one if you have a history of drug addiction. If you have any history of smoking, they will not prioritize you and your lung health. They'll just be like, oh, he's a smoker, he can go fuck himself. Yeah. There are so many things wrong with the medical industry. But the other thing that I was going to say that's politically correct, there's the whole thing that mental mental illness is rising at such a historic rate. And I feel like everybody has their opinion of why that's happening. Or uh, if that's happening or whatever, yeah. Whether whether it's people saying it's the internet, uh, Caroline has the strong belief that it's like the society that we're put in yeah. that's making mental health issues so much higher. I think it's just awareness, to be honest. I think that there's a lot more visibility when it comes to that type of shit, so... I think that the rates are exactly the same, and I think everybody's a little mentally ill in one way or the other. Yeah. I think now it's, more it's people rare are just for you not to be. Yeah. Also, there's just more fucking people, and so with it's the, more likely with the autism thing. It's a spectrum. It is. It's well known to be a spectrum, so you can be a little autistic and still be autistic. Or you could be super autistic and still be autistic. Yeah. It's the same thing with like the sexuality yeah. spectrum. You can be bi so and not even want to be. Of variants. Yeah. There's so much gray area. Mm-hmm. There's so much gray area with the shit. So, well, and it's also one of those classic things that medicine likes to do, where they just use blanket terminology for mm-hmm. a vast array of things. Yeah. It's like ADHD, there's inattentive type and hyperactive type. But mm-hmm. it gets put all under the same name. Yeah. But those people do not act the same at all. It's that like yeah. the difference between my kind of distractibility and the kid that won't shut the fuck up or it, sit the fuck down. It's so different. It's so different. Entirely different. Because I don't need anything to distract me. That's just how my brain works. Yeah. I'm not like running up the walls though. That's the other end. Yeah, there. I witness it firsthand. I know ADHD people that are I know completely so many ADHD different from you. People. 
It's so I feel funny. like I gravitate towards them for some reason. I think there's just a lot of them. I think yeah. I think it's a specific generation all got diagnosed because it's when all them stimulants were really kicking off and the medical industry was just like, give them to the children. Thus, there was just a wave. And that's another one of those conditions where it's like, everybody has ADHD these days. Everybody's, why are all these kids autistic? And it's just like, chill, old man. And I think, Shit. here, I want to start with this, starting to go down the rabbit hole of fuck shit that I think I'm probably about to say. Yeah. As far as this statement that the doctor, the psychiatrist told this young woman that, assuming, assuming that this is actually what happened. Real, yeah. How correct or incorrect do you think this statement is? That she's had too many patients that think they have autism because of TikTok. How, do you think there's any validity in that? Do you think there's some validity in that? Some, Do you think there's a yeah. lot of validity in that? I think it's totally possible just because, and that is like, I I get where Caroline's coming from, where it's like a cultural thing. And I think a lot of people do think it has something to do with the internet. And I'm definitely one of those people where I think it's the way our culture interacts with this access to technology that we have. It's just ever changing. And there's just too much information out there. We do not need access to all of this shit. I don't need to see every motherfucker's life. So you think through TikTok or whatever the fuck, you or think five a, second clips. Do you think it might be an overabundance of information? Yes, like an overstimulation thing. And culturally speaking, the impacts of that are huge. It's it's like why the world around us has changed so much in the past twenty years, ten mm. years, or five years. The pandemic, like before that, feels like an entirely different time. Uh-huh. TikTok was not even really a thing. And that wasn't even that long ago. And now TikTok is this huge... It's the way that, like, YouTube blew up, too. Yeah. You know, like, before TikTok. Where it was, it was nothing, similar, and then it was Where it was, like, huge. everybody's just like, oh, this is just goofy videos, and then it changed the world. Yeah. In a way. Totally. And now you can just be famous for bullshit reasons, and there are still people starving for no reason. So it's just kind of like, of course there is going to be an impact on the world's mental health if... This disparity is so intense for bullshit reasons. Let's talk about that word, um, overstimulation, because that's a big part of autism, isn't it? That yeah, a lot of times... It's, it's like a processing thing. Easier to get overstimulated. So... For some people, at least. So, in my opinion... It would make sense why the internet would make more people think that they're autistic. Or feel not, that way. Yeah. Not just because there are a bunch of other people that are autistic that you're, you know, following and yeah, communication and you're with whatever. To. But because we are so overstimulated every day. We have all the bad shit that is happening in the world at our fingertips. Yeah. And sometimes that stuff is happening at the same time as we have a big meeting at work. Yeah. As we we're just have trying to a live our lives. Big test in school. As we have issues with our girlfriend or boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like because of that, it makes it easier to get overstimulated by shit. I don't think that necessarily makes you autistic though. Well, see, and I was going to say... Because anyone would get overstimulated at a certain point. 
it, everybody has a different threshold for feeling that way. That's something that you got to think of. And I kind of feel that same way about depression, kind of. I was about to say. That I think that that just that's because, another one of those statistics where they're like, this has gone up so much in yeah. recent years. I think the best indicator of mental illness is thinking, like, how would a regular person process this? I don't think that every person that's grief-stricken with, like, the loss of a loved one or, like, sad about the way that their life is going, I don't think every single one of those people have chronic depression. I think some people are just living in the world that's put in front of them. Mm -hmm. I don't think that everyone in the fucking world that says they're depressed are actually depressed. And I think that's part of what TikTok's done, too, that everyone wants to use the buzzwords and everyone mm. wants to use, like, the label. What happened to just being sad? You're allowed to be sad. You don't need to be depressed to be sad. You can be sad with the way things are That's going in really your life. Funny though you can be sad about fucking anything. How I know I've been depressed before is when shit in my life has been going great and I've still felt shitty. Mm -hmm. Some of the worst times I've felt in my life have been on when the outside. I've been yeah. doing great. Yeah, shit's going fine. Well, and it's funny because I was telling Nikki the other day, she was talking about seasonal depression. I was like, listen, I think you're supposed to be sad in the winter sometimes because the outside can kill you. I think it's okay to be sleepy when the sun goes down at six o'clock. It doesn't mean you're seasonally depressed. It could just mean that your body is telling you, mm -hmm. receiving information from the outside world, that it is time to conserve energy. I think it is not seasonal yeah. depression just to feel tired in the winter months. But that is another one of those I don't, people just want to use the buzzwords. I don't disagree with you because I feel like, yeah, everyone has fucking seasonal depression at some point. Everyone doesn't like the winter as much as the summer. And there are literal, specific, scientific things physiological yeah. reasons why There's that happens. There's no reason that that should not, not be the case. Not getting enough sunlight is a reason alone True. to not be as happy. That doesn't make you have... Or feel as energetic or anything like that. Yeah. So, I think in that way, some mental illnesses like that are overblown. I think some yeah. of them are a little bullshit, because... I'm kind of covering the gambit here. Uh, depression. Everyone gets a little depressed at points. Depends autism. on how everyone's Everyone's a little autistic. Yeah, it's on a, a sliding spectrum. scale. Mm -hmm. Some more than others, and that's what the name is for. Honestly, it's also, I think, a societal thing where we like to put labels on things. It is comforting to most to be able to put a label on something, to get mm -hmm. a diagnosis which is just the medical term for labeling whatever condition you have. Uh -huh. And it's like, cool, I get that. Like, if you want to know, good for you. But yeah. don't let it define you. Everybody's yeah. just a human being. And even if you do have some condition, you're just different. It is okay to just be fucking different. And everybody's a everyone's little fucking different. different. I think it is about, like, the, the way that our society functions, where having a label helps you find a community for mm -hmm. that label. That's why Facebook groups are like a thing for literally every medical condition in uh -huh. the world. There is a fucking Facebook group, a swath of Facebook groups 
and it's just there's like, a Facebook group for flat-footed motherfuckers. I'm that sure I there join. is. I, look it up right now. I'm sure that that shit exists, Louie. So I don't get why people feel the need to label or be a collective. I think over dumb shit. I think that you're giving me the perfect transition into this other thing that I wanted to say. I think similar to the caption in this tweet that screenshotted the TikTok for the brushing your teeth thing, Mm -hmm. you can't let mental health issues be the excuse for everything. Mm -hmm. And everyone wants to give the politically correct responses. Everyone doesn't want to be the odd man out. Everyone doesn't want to be the asshole who's telling this person that they could have been brushing their teeth the whole time. Yeah. Because it's and, it's two steps. And there was one person on Twitter that I saw responded and that just annoyed me. And he was like, people who want to die don't care about their teeth. I feel like some of you motherfuckers don't understand mental illness is actually illness and not just being sad. Mental illness is While not- some of that is what I just said, that those two are not the same thing. Yeah. How does being depressed justify not brushing your teeth for a year and a half? What planet am I on? What are you people talking about? I think it's more so, I don't have an issue with any of that. I get the don't use it as an excuse for literally just insignificant things. But also, it's more so weird and kind of cringe to me to go to the internet to seek validation from strangers over doing something that small. It's like, if you want to celebrate an achievement, yeah. I get that for you, that is a step. Yeah, good but for But it you. is not a, a noteworthy, a I should go and tell the world that I brushed my fucking teeth. And that's the worst part of the Like, internet. I don't care who you are. I'm not going to celebrate you doing something that basic. Yeah, congratulations. I brush my teeth every day. Congratulations. Wow. I made, Preston, I made it through depression continuing to brush my teeth. Do I deserve a standing ovation for that? Fuck no. Yeah. And if I asked for that, you people would laugh at me because that's the most laughable And I was going to go the opposite ever. direction and just be like, you know what, Louie? Sometimes I forget to brush my teeth. Am oh, I fucking no. depressed, bro? Am I obscenely mentally ill, bro? I don't know. Maybe I should go to TikTok. Maybe they'll tell me. Maybe they'll tell you. Maybe they'll celebrate me for not brushing my teeth on TikTok. You never know. I do get wanting to find groups of people yeah, to understand what you're going like through. That's like natural. Because I was just thinking about this. But it's just kind of weird I when mean, it's for so yeah. like obscure or like... Things. But like that's something that I've been thinking about a lot recently. Like life is just so crazy because even with all the resources we have, all the shit I on think the it's internet, the world we live all in the so TV crazy. shows, all of the vlogs and shit that mm-hmm. are out there, all the resources we have just in real life. Yeah, to, just the sheer like, amount of motherfuckers on this planet, cousins, uncles, everyone who wants to tell us about their experiences. We still don't have a roadmap. Mm-hmm. For this shit. We still don't... No one on well, Earth think, knows what they're doing. And I that's think that's insane. the human experience, too. Is like, even though we live in this modern day where there is all of this information and all of these people that we can communicate with when it used to be, you know, you only knew the motherfuckers that you actually physically knew. 
Mm-hmm. I imagine trying to explain, you know, internet friends to like your great grandparents or some shit like that. There's no c- concept of it. But the fact that people can still feel alone in a society like this is really telling. You know, it's it's 100% your mentality thing at a certain point. Yeah. Like no matter how low you are, sometimes you can push through it, sometimes you can't push through it. That's life. Yeah. But you can't just Not- it's just gross to rely on the internet for validation, validation. over nothing. When but, exactly, and when you could get that from real people in your life instead, yeah. that would be so much more significant to actually get that kind of validation from somebody you actually fucking know versus strangers. I do think though that that's part of the reason why a lot of mental health stuff did go undetected back in the day, because seeking validation for stuff like that is gonna end up. Getting you judged sometimes by mm-hmm. people you love, that's fucked up. Even if whatever the statistic is on depressed people, that one in every five or whatever people are yeah, depressed. Yeah, something like that. Even, there's like a even, chemical condition. Even though you know that there are people around you that are depressed, well, that doesn't... People are just so not open about shit. True. Very but, true. But that's the thing about the internet is you can anonymously be like... I haven't brushed my teeth in a year and a half, and people don't call you gross for it because you're anonymous. But if you told that to your mom, she might be like, damn. Damn, bro. Like, damn. Like, no offense, but like, damn, bro. And I think that's the the beauty of it is, like, one of the things that I would definitely most blame the internet for is kind of this anxiety around communication that a lot of younger people have. And it is 100% just not having enough real-world communication experience too much online too much online communication where you are this just one of billions mm-hmm. and you know and a screen name and a screen name and are, your real face isn't there and you e- can be whoever the fuck you want to be even if people make fun of you on social yeah, it media, doesn't mean anything like yeah you're able to discount that easier than but after enough of it everybody's gonna break at some point and but, so it makes sense that young people who aren't there's no like you were saying earlier, there's no rule book. There's no map. And so you're just navigating it. And I don't think anybody's parents really teach them how to be online, how to behave online. Mm-hmm. You learn how to act in a room full of people, but you don't learn how to navigate the internet. I just don't touch the fucking comments section. That's a horrible place to exist. Yeah. And I can't get why some people live there, basically. It's disgusting. And I think... <laughs> It would hurt my mental health if I just lived in the fucking comment section of yeah. all these people that I follow. And I don't even follow, like, some some creators 100% of the time. Their comment section is just a hellscape. But I think if you're a young person and you get into that kind of environment and nobody's told you, yo, it doesn't matter, just leave it alone and it'll go away, then of course you're just going to keep beating yourself up by just going to the same environment that is abusing you basically the internet's gross long story short
just listened to Silence is Golden by the Best. Another one of these alternative artist groups that I really like. Uh, I haven't listened to much of their music until pretty recently mm-hmm. when I found this album that came out last year. And this was really the song that stuck out to me. It's the one that made me come back. I have a lot of that with like new artists and groups that I listen to yeah. where there's just you're one, exposed to where someone, there's one song. All it takes is one song. One song that keeps bringing me back. For sure. And then you kind of go from there. But it's just the jumping off point, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily their best song, but it's, it's, what it's really interesting. Yeah. But basically, the whole idea of the song similar to what we were talking about in the first segment of the show, is just overstimulation in everyday life and the value of silence. Like in Yeah, alone time and all that. For sure. On that's just the surface level, you know, like the the literal va- value of silence, because the lyrics are I wish I could freeze time, go to the wild, soak up the quiet until I'm dripping wet with it. Then I would drive home, go to my room, ring myself out, then it would be the end of it. Instead, it's white noise, suff- sufferingly loud, it's wearing me down, I'm up to my ears in it. It's like a wave breaking into my head again and again, how are you not hearing it? I just really relate to this, like I really like... I get overstimulated too. I feel like I get too much real life sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like shit's just overwhelming sometimes. And that's kind of the the value in silence yeah. and being alone and hatred almost of just the white noise and bullshit in your life. Yeah. You know. So what do you think of that? I like the song. Very cool. Fun. Short. Totally. Uh, to the point. I didn't catch all those lyrics. There were yeah. some other ones that sort of caught my ear. But I really like like the instrumental, too. The instrumental does a really good job yeah. of kind of uh, conveying really the noise that the message is talking about. Like, the rhythm's crazy. It's pretty fast-paced. There's a lot going on. A lot of loud guitars. A lot of, you know. Drums. The guitars are literally, like, wailing yeah. at a certain point. And it sounds great, but it does kind of convey the, like, overstimulation that you can kind of feel. The song is, like, kind of ironic, too, Uh which is fun. Like, self-aware, which is cool. And, and like, a sign of a good artist. Yeah. And I like all the lyrics. Like, uh, I like when there's a little, like, refrain at the end of a song. Mm -hmm. Just snuck it at the last second. Uh, it's a building to a siren screaming. It's a building to a jet plane engine building to 6 a.m. construction. It's building and building and building until I can't function at all. Mm-hmm. So, And it's it's definitely the feeling of like sometimes there's just too much life to live. Yeah. Too much for one day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? And that's also one of those internet things where it's like, yeah. There's so much going on all the time. If you just constantly expose yourself to, you know, all of it through your little device that all of yeah. us has it's at all times, of course you're going to feel overwhelmed. Of course it's mm-hmm. going to be like, oh my God, and I got to like live my own life too yeah. on top of all that shit. And I think that's like the underlying meaning that the the hustle and bustle of everyday life just it can suck it yeah. can suck for everybody and it is what it is kind of thing 
I think the wilderness reference is interesting because that really does work on multiple levels because what do you always say when you not fucking with society? What do you always say you're going to do? Oh, yeah, I'm like... Go off the grid, move into a cabin in the woods where it's nice and quiet. Disappear. So, So that works in, you know, the surface level version of mm-hmm. meaning of the song talking about actual silence and noise and but it also silence, works at yeah. the deeper level but as an introvert I definitely relate to this song because I feel this way in like social settings where it's just like noise 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 yep. and it's just like I just want to get the fuck out of here I want to go to the woods man me too thinking about it now I'm planning a vacation. <laughs> you have inspired me. I'm glad that I was able to inspire Them that. Then tax returns are gonna hit, and I'm gonna be like, "Time to book that cabin. Time to time to go into the woods. Time to disappear." Nah, I, that is one of those things though, where I've I've had friends where they're like feeling low or whatever. I'm just mm-hmm. like, bro, when was the last time you took some fucking time off? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here for a little bit, yeah. and you will feel get out of town better. Just a change of pace. It doesn't even matter. Like for me, I'll go on vacation, and Nikki's a big planner, and so there'll just be shit to do every day. No time to just vibe. Uh-huh. And I've kind of you know put them onto my vibe sometimes, and I'll just force them to just chill for a bit, mm-hmm. or like take a nap or something like that. Yeah, and. It's like, just the change of scenery is enough. Totally. Like, you don't even need to leave and go do shit. The point is not to do shit. I think... Get out of your usual setting. Go do some casual shit in a different place. Doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. And you'll come back and it'll all feel newer and refreshing. I think that should be... I love just little trips where you leave come right back and you're like wow the city looks different my my regular daily life looks fucking different if you all get nothing else from this you should get that out of this take mm-hmm. a vacation get away even like Preston's saying it doesn't even have to be like an expensive vacation nah. like, I know people like to do shit like that and, and that's what you I think mean, of every when you think of a does. vacation too really it is so good for your mental health just to get out of town just to get away from like mm-hmm. the familiarity of everything I honestly don't even think people are meant to just be Stay in as place. stagnant no. as we are forced to be in this kind of world we live in we only started doing that with Mesopotamia mm-hmm until then. Goddamn agricultural revolution. <laughs> Goddamn Tigris and Euphrates River. Like, the source of all of our problems. <laughs> uh, okay, so next thing. Here's something else that's fucked up. I hate that this is everything I bring to the table. But well, I you're feel just like, a hater, Louie. It's alright. It's, the, it's I the highly suspicious podcast and we just... I don't even think this is some hater shit, but... We just I, complain. I like to bring stuff that's interesting and very, Talk about the very news. seldom I feel like I bring stuff that's interesting and good. There's just not stuff, a lot of interesting and good stuff going on in the world, if I'm being honest. Usually it's like music that's interesting and good that I bring. That is kind of the most with, good. With current events, it's usually interesting and bad. but That's just kind of how it goes. Saudi Arabia is set to bend its marriage law to allow Cristiano Ronaldo 
to live with his partner, Georgina Rodriguez. Saudi Arabia marriage law forbids couples that are not married from living together. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know if I have that much to say about this, but fuck Saudi Arabia. That's a stupid law in the first place. And if you're going to bend the law and do stupid shit like that, then it shows that it's dumb in the first place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I fully agree. And there are a lot of laws that are just arbitrary like that all over the world. But in those kinds of countries where they practice religious law, yeah, it's just like, bro, you know that the only reason that that is the case is because that motherfucker is just famous enough yeah. that they can't do anything about it, really. If you all want to have sex with your girlfriend out of wedlock, just get really good at kicking a soccer ball, man. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, just get a little kick uh, Just get, a just little get kick good going. at... Faking injuries and kicking a ball around. <laughs> and getting yellow cards, exactly. Do you have anything else to say about that? Because I, I honestly don't. I don't honestly have don't. enough energy to talk about something <laughs> like that. That we we said how it is. Because we could get into like a socio-political conversation, but who the fuck wants that? Well, and you know, it doesn't need to be very nuanced. You said fuck Saudi Arabia, I think that's I think enough. That's, that's the message. Uh, here's another... Quick hits, quick hits, quick yeah. hits. Rapid fire at the end of the episode. I like just reading the headlines for certain shit because it's for sure. funnier than actually trying to decipher what Who happened. needs to read an article? That's why God made headlines. <laughs> Contradicting what we said earlier. <laughs> Wells Fargo Vice President Shanker Misha fired for quote unquote urinating on passenger on a plane. What? I have no context for that. That's pretty wild, though. Uh, That's actually insane. Professional young boy on Twitter uh, tweeted that uh, R. Kelly right now, (laughs) and it's the Leonardo DiCaprio meme from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he's pointing at the screen. Goddamn R. Kelly. And then... (laughs) I love R. Kelly jokes because someone tweeted R. Kelly said this. Bar for bar. Copy my whole flow. Yeah, I don't even know how that happened. I don't know how that's possible. I think uh, that airplanes be crazy sometimes, dude. People get on an airplane, it's like the Wild West. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. The, the fact that it has been a trend in the 2020s to have rowdy passengers on planes for no reason. Like, literally, somebody gets on the plane and decides, today's the day that I snap and go crazy. Well, I can see how it happens, because, you know, claustrophobia is a real thing. No, dude, it's literally... You're just trapped in a box, really, It's literally like... It's literally like... Have you seen that video uh, of the dude who's getting real aggressive, and he's like, I want to shake their hand! Somebody shake their hand! Yeah. And he's just going crazy. He's got this mad look in his eye. I just want to shake his hand! And that it's video, like, they're trying to scrap for zero reasons. That video is so funny. It's even funnier that I don't even have any context for it. I, oh, like, no. to, I like to think he was just trying to shake his hand, but, <laughs> but people he, were just on some He's mad, chill, bro. I can kind of relate to that, like because, that because I can just like stand up and people are like, whoa, chill, chill. Whoa, chill, bro. Like, bro. I'm getting a drink of water. Relax. Relax. Chill out, bro. Okay, let's talk about something more serious. Let's talk about how the world's about to end, okay? I know it is. Tell me something I don't know. 
Russian President Vladimir Putin has cancer and will die soon, according to Ukraine intelligence. Interesting. So, I don't know how much I believe that, but that'd be very interesting. Uh, Ukrainian's chief of defense intelligence officer uh, said that he's had cancer for a long time and will die, quote, very quickly. Kind of the reason why I do believe this is just kind of like the desperation behind True. Putin's movements and Recent how news, yeah. erratic it seemed. Because when I had the same job I had last year, I was talking with my friend about it when Russia was moving into Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's got to be some like shit behind the scenes that we don't know where... It explains yeah, why, so why now. Yeah. Why would they need to do this in the first place? And I get there's like a geographical motive to have yeah. access to like the sea and or whatever and shit like that. But but it's just kind of weird to like wake up one day and be like, well, time to invade Ukraine. Time yeah. to. So that's the reason why I that do wasn't believe. necessarily the case though. If I'm being honest, it was a the lot writing of, was on the wall. Yeah, that's NATO, true. NATO kept pushing like closer and closer and. Every like I can't be mad at Putin because he is very direct with shit. Like he does not like beat around the bush. He gets straight to the point, and repeatedly he has been like, "If you do this, there will, we will go to war." Like it's yeah. it is happening. If this is your move, yeah. so like a hundred percent, he he was keeping it real. He's being honest. Maybe there have been a few times where he's got to you know bluff a little, but that's just politics. Usually when there are lies like that, I try to figure out, like, what the motive of telling a lie like that would be. True. Like, what do you think, what reason would Ukraine have to... To make they, him look weak. I mean, yeah, I guess, maybe. I think that's that's motive enough, especially since a lot yeah. of people are... Uh, that's fair. ...anti-war in Ukraine, and Ukraine is not doing poorly, but they also just have way too many resources. Yeah. But someone tweeted, uh, I used to pray for times like this. (laughs) What is that one? Let me see it. Someone posted a meme where it's the Kermit the Frog meme where he's talking to Homeboy. And it's Putin's face photoshopped over it. And he said, I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. Fire them nukes when ready. And I saw a bunch of people saying, like... People say, like, I don't know why y'all are happy about this. Mm-hmm. That just means that his ass is He got nothing more to lose. Desperate. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And he strikes me as a guy where he's like, if I die, I don't give a fuck about any, oh, anything no. or anyone else. No. So hopefully uh, that's not true for real. Well, also, it's another one of the situations where it's like the way that politics works. It's always you got to think about who's going to replace that motherfucker. Uh-huh. I don't know who the fuck would replace Putin. Probably somebody just as bad, possibly crazier, because I know there are a lot of crazy motherfuckers in Russia. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> he says, finally, I can ascend to the throne. He would be like a college basketball coach <laughs> going to a different team. He would be like, I've enjoyed my tenure as a dictator in North Korea, but Russia is the best dictatorship country in the world. Historically, so you can't blame me for wanting a new opportunity. A little slice of that pie. Oh my god. Kim Jong-un isn't even the real Kim Jong-un anyways. No, 100%. That is not the OG. Whatever I saw last is either a robot 
Or photoshopped. Or a clone. Or a clone. I feel like plastic surgery over somebody who already looked slightly like the motherfucker is the most likely. That's just a classic body double. I feel like, couldn't you usually have, like, the same bone structure? I mean, plastic surgery is really good. Yeah. They could totally reconstruct your face to look like Kim Mm Jong-un. Especially memeable and cartoony as Kim Jong-un's face. Oh, It's not unique and and one of a kind like mine is. I love that we're just randomly getting into this at the last bit of the episode, but... We've talked about it before. the, The fact that that motherfucker just looks so much healthier and shit... And that he was supposed to be, like, sick right before that? There's just no fucking way. It's kind of suspicious. There's just no fucking way. What if this happens with Russia? Body oh. double of Putin? What if there's That's a, actually... What if it's the same thing where there's a that's report... likely. What if there's the same thing where there's the report where it's like... Putin is on his Putin, deathbed. Putin is dead. He has 30 seconds to live. And the next day... <laughs> He's uh, back. So, someone who looks eerily similar to Putin comes out at a press conference and he does like a triple cartwheel <laughs> to the stand. I was gonna and say then, somersaults. <laughs> triple backflip. And then the somersaults. And then Lands he's like, on a horse, grabs the mic. And then he's like, rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. And then the KGB's like, oh! Oh! We like got regular the show. Back. Oh! God damn it. It's possible. I mean, realistically, I think that's either that or it's just going to be like, here's my number two man. This is something that's similar to that news story where if you want to look at it this way, if you want to look at it in a positive light, you can. Okay. But it's also like maybe not. The Um, most positive. Earth's protective ozone layer is finally healing at a pace that would fully mend the hole over Antarctica in about 43 years. United Nations report says that healing is already noticeable. So, one thing that's negative about that... How is that negative, Louis? Tell me. 43 years? 43 years is too long. We're going to be fucked by 43 years. It's not going to matter in 43 years. But, uh... Another thing is, people think it's cat, and I don't know if I necessarily disagree with them. Uh, I can't see the ozone layer, can you? People are tweeting, why is he lying? <laughs> but let's be honest, if if the scientists really knew that it was a wrap for planet Earth, yeah. the last thing they would want to do would be go to the United Nations and be like, yep, yeah, we're fucked. So. Yeah. The, what you would actually do would be like, yeah, we're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. 43 years is too long for anything. God damn. We need to just like, here's the Louis solution to this problem. Uh-huh. To global uh-huh. warming and the ice cast melting. What if we took like all the like B-38 bombers and we like filled them up with ice cubes. Okay. And then we okay. went to Antarctica and we dropped, uh, we did... Series and series of airdrops of more ice cubes down there. Oh my god, Louie. And then the polar bears would be able to keep their home. <laughs> I like how you're saying down there. Because <laughs> I know you're talking about Antarctica. Uh, Antarctica is not the ice caps, bro. I thought and I thought the ice caps were on both sides. There are some on both sides, yes. Most of Antarctica is glaciers, but there is some actual landmass there. North Pole, all ice caps. Oh, really? There's no landmass in the North Pole. Well, Santa Claus better learn how to fucking swim. Exactly. 